How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. And good Sunday morning to you. Welcome to Nature Notes with our Natures fund. Jim Gilbert brought to us by Cardinal Corner and by the yard patio furniture. We'll talk to Jim in just a moment. Uh, I want to talk a little bit, if I may, about uh, some early fall birding tips from Pam and Lee at Cardinal Corner. They suggest keeping uh, those bird baths out. Put out the white millet, too, to attract some uh, migrating birds. And please, they always recommend keeping those bird feeders clean. And if you want some fresh bird seed, that's all you get at Cardinal Corner. Great, great birds. Anywhere from like a pound to 50-pound bag, custom mixes. And you have get all sorts of great tips. We remind you this weekly, their monthly newsletter, and it's free. Just subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. And if you need a gift idea, we're heading into the gift-giving season. Stop in, see the ladies at Cardinal Corner. They'll give you all cor- so You've got to see the store to believe it, really. It's so much more, as we say, than, than a, the birdseed store. They're open seven days a week. Lee and Pam are in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center. They'd love to chat with you, 651-455-6556, or as I said, online at cardinalcorner.com. Check it out. You'll see the Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. Happy Sunday morning to you, Jim. Officially 41 degrees in the Twin Cities. Ah, it's warmer there. <laughs> We've got 40. Four zero degrees here on the northwest side of, of Lake Waconia, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. I also have a Pretty strong northwest wind, and the sky is overcast. As a matter of fact, Danny, when I went out in the yard at 7 o'clock, like I normally do, it was dark. Oh, yes. (laughs) And I needed my flashlight to check the the rain gauge. And since 2 p.m., about 2 p.m. yesterday afternoon when the rain started, we received exactly 5,100, so exactly a half inch of rain. And I, I know the farmers need dry weather now. Um, and it looks like the next seven days we should have it. Um, get these fields dried out so they can combine the, the soybeans and the corn and, and uh, do their other work. Sunrise today, uh, 729. Wow. <laughs> Sunset, 628. So today in the Twin Season area, we have 10 hours and 59 minutes of daylight. And, Denny, that's the same amount that we had last February 25th. It was. How about that? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Okay, so we've lost three minutes of daylight since yesterday, 21 minutes since last Sunday, and four hours and 37 minutes is a total daylight loss since June 20th, the summer solstice. We still have two hours and 12 minutes of daylight to lose by December 21st, our winter solstice, first day of astronomical winter, and the shortest daylight period of the year. Normal high for the day is 59. The normal low is 40. Records for today, October 15th in the Twin Cities, I, this is totally amazing to me, high 85. And that was set 70 years ago in 1947, and again in 1968. 
Record low was set 141 years ago, 1876. The low was 21. And on this date, in 1966, 1.24 inches of rain fell in the Twin Cities, and that's the most in recorded history. And on this date, 25 years ago, 1992, it snowed a third of an inch on the Twin Cities. We have a waning crescent moon, which I could not see. It rose this morning at 2.48, about the same time Danny's getting up. About that, and, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. And set this afternoon at 4.48. Our next full moon, by the way, is November 4th, and we have Orionid meteor shower peaking this Saturday, coming Saturday, October 21st. Lots of things happening outdoors. The common milkweed pods continue to open in numbers and spread their seeds into the wind on their silver, white, downy carriers. We continue to enjoy the grand finale grand finale of the growing season, the color-splashed landscape. The splendid color changes that take place as deciduous woody plants prepare to drop their leaves are the result of shortening daylight amounts and cooler weather. So, some examples. Big tooth and quaking aspen trees, paper birches, eastern cottonwoods are showing golden yellow foliage. Wild grapevine leaves and those of silver maples and hackberry trees are yellow to sunny yellow. The woods are still illuminated with fantastic reds, burnt oranges, and golden yellows on the sugar maples. We see bright reds and orange reds on the leaves of sumac shrubs are growing in colonies on the edges of forests, highways, and other roads. There's a non-native plant called the Amur maple. It's from China. And uh, in our neighborhoods, these shrub-like trees, it could be shrubs or trees, um, are showing just beautiful tones of red and, and golden yellow. And, Danny, and I know you've got some of these in your neighborhood, the burning bush called the winged yuanus. Oh, yes, yes. Fiery red. Oh, it's just beautiful. Migrating birds include common loons, dark-eyed juncos, white-throated sparrows, and yellow-rumped warblers. Waterfall watchers keep an eye out for redheads, canvasbacks, lesser scalp, and northern shovelers. Um, the information on sunrise and set and weather history and astronomy and phonology that I've been reading this morning is from the Freshwater Society's Minnesota Weather Guide Environment Calendars. The 2018 editions of both the wall and engagement calendars are now available in many book, gift, and wild bird stores throughout Minnesota and into western Wisconsin, including the Bemidji Woolen Mills in Bemidji, um, Wild Rumpus, in Linden Hills area of Minneapolis, the Valley Booksellers in Stillwater, and the General Store in Minnetonka, and the Great Gifts at Lutzen. And I, I I talk about this because any profits that are made from the Weather Guide calendar are used for education towards how to make good use of our water resources and protect them. 
so many interesting things again. Denny and Lynn Havacek from Havacek Orchard, that's located seven miles northeast of New Prague, report that they're still open for pick-your-own apples, and they'll do this through the weekend of October 28th and 29th. And they continue to pick Harrelson, Keepsake, Prairie Spy, Fireside, Snow Sweet, Northwestern Greenings. Those are all some of my very, very favorite apples. Julie Brophy from Victoria reports they saw their first frost on the lawn last Tuesday morning, October 10th. The same day, um, Bill and Julie observed many migrating American robins plus cedar waxwings uh, were feeding on the juniper berries in their yard. On Friday, Bill and Julie uh, saw many banded woolly bear caterpillars and a red-bellied snake in Carver Park. That's just uh, right outside of Victoria there on the bike path. And they also heard a late annual cicada buzzing. Now, they sure beat me on that one. I have not heard one for, I don't know, maybe 10 days or more. And at their home in Victoria, they said, Flying squirrels come for peanuts and hickory nuts just after sunset. That's each evening. At Hawk Ridge in Duluth, uh, 45 bald eagles were counted as they passed overhead yesterday, and 90 were seen the day before. So far, 3,457 bald eagles have been counted as they migrated, migrated over Hawk Ridge this season. Over 38 thousand broadwing hawks and over 17,000 sharpshin hawks are the most numerous of the rafters counted so far this season over Hawk Ridge. That's quite a it's quite a, a interesting thing. If you get get up to Hawk Ridge, especially the sky is clearing and there's west or northwest winds, you can expect to see these hawks coming over. Um, even now in, in well into November. Uh, Art and Barb Straub from Lesseur note that native sugar maples and colonies of sumac shrubs are showing beautiful fall colors, especially in the bright reds. October 10th was the first frost at Lesseur and Henderson, and the Mexican sunflowers and zinnias were killed by the cold temperatures in the Henderson Hummingbird Garden that morning of the 10th of October, where many people experienced their first frost and cold temperatures. But guess what? Uh, yeah. Bill and Mary in New Ulm, Minnesota yesterday spotted a hummingbird. Yesterday. No, oh, yesterday. New Ulm yesterday. Yesterday okay. morning. How about that? New Ulm, hummingbird, yesterday. Oh, wow. Very good. Well, I tell you what, it's going to be, I was looking at the forecast, Jim, and it's going to be a, a warm week all week long, and it's going to be perfect for sitting in that by-the-yard furniture out Oh, yes. And maybe enjoying that fire table. (laughs) Yeah, all the fire tables. Aren't they something? They really are. And a perfect time of year for that. Jim and I have mentioned this uh, the last few weekends or so. Besides that uh, maintenance-free patio furniture that you'll never see fade, uh, they also make fire tables with uh, just a touch of a button. It's kind of like lighting a gas grill. Uh, You could just leave it out all year long, maintenance-free. Uh, no more unraveling the hose if you want to put out the campfire. Nothing like that. Just turn the dial, that fire is out. Uh, several different styles and heights to choose from. Uh, as usual, I'll give you a phone number and a website. A lot of folks call and get that free color catalog right after Jim's show. And it's free. And they'll have uh, shots of the, uh, the, the, the uh, 
fire tables as well as all that great furniture that Jim and I love. Okay, here you go. 952-492-2777. Again, you can call after Jim's show, 952-492-2777. Or get on the web at buytheyard.net. You can check out all the good stuff there as well, buytheyard.net. Family-run business down there near Jordan, Minnesota. Jim and I have been to that showroom so many times. And you've got so many great ideas there, don't you, Jim? Oh, yes, yes. Really gorgeous. Well, buy the yard. Check it out uh, when when you can. Well, Jim, what else do you have this morning? Well, this past Tuesday morning, October 10th, cold temperatures resulted in the first frost over much of central and southern Minnesota. In some spots, tomato plants, uh, cucumber, squash, and pumpkin vines, um, zinnias, salvia, and other plants were killed. Uh, even iced over bird baths were reported in certain parts of Minnesota this past Tuesday morning. Yeah, totally incredible. Um, Matt Shute from He's the Naturalist at, and leads hikes in the Minnesota Landscape Arboretum said colors were just fantastic yesterday. Enjoyed it so much. Uh, one of the shrubs he was looking at with his group was called Winterberry. There's a Winterberry collection with these bright red berries and, and still dark green leaves. Um, they saw a monarch butterfly in the arboretum yesterday and a painted lady. And uh, sulfur butterflies uh, also are still on the wing. Ray and Marlene Simon live near the Cannon River, uh, just on the edge of Northfield. They poured fall color peak in Northfield. was probably yesterday um, beautiful. Sugar maples, nice. Sumacs showing the reds. Dark-eyed juncos arrived yesterday. Um, Zinnias are still blooming in their garden. They didn't get they didn't get hit by the frost, so that was that was a good thing. Um, David and Mary Brislands, uh, they live on the ridge above Lake Superior at Luton. Still many dark-eyed juncos and white-throated sparrows and white-crowned sparrows coming to their feeding station. Both kinglets are still moving through. Um, that ruby-crowned are the most numerous of the kinglets. Northern bush honeysuckle is in reds and purples, and the paper birches and quaking essence, still nice golden yellow leaves up along the North Shore. Horn larks and Lapland longspurs are some of the birds that are moving through. Diane and Dave Herring from the Waterville area are hoping that this coming week that they're able to have the, uh, the soybeans combined on their farm. They want to get that work done. But uh, it's been just been too wet lately. They have been seeing uh, bald eagles lately, and uh, they they have been on a on a bike trip uh, in the Nisswa Breezy Point area. So the colors are just fantastic. I I'm trying to find another reporter. I can't find it. I where did well, I while you, while you're looking, I can <laughs> I can tell you that the text came in saying uh, they're still seeing bluebirds in White Bear Lake. Oh, there's a good one. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, here we go. Um, I was talking about um, Tom and Lisa Bovers from from Fairboat. They saw two late migrating chimneys in with barn swallows and tree swallows flying over Cannon Lake last Sunday. And the same day, they saw their last ruby-throated hummingbird and monarch butterfly. Said, fall color is beautiful in the Fairboat area. They saw a common nighthawk on Friday. 
of very late common night hawks. These common night hawks are flying all the way to South America for the winter. And yesterday, no, Friday the 13th, Tom spotted his first of the season hermit thrush and brown keeper, both sightings at Riverbend Nature Center. And Keith Radel notes that fall color foliage, very good in the Fairbold area this weekend, and especially on the native sugar maple trees. And he and his wife, Cheryl, were in the Mille Lacs Lake area on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, saw many flocks of migrating dark-eyed juncos, bright fall colors, especially reds and burnt oranges on the sugar maples and reds on the sumacs. And, wow, get outside and enjoy these colors. Now, some people say, well, in my neighborhood, you know, it's just, you know, it's just kind of brownish or, or greenish right now. But, you know, if you just get out and look around, you're going to see some fantastic fall colors. And this is, we're at our best. Um, this weekend was at its very best in the in the Twin Cities area. In fact, Sandy and I took a, a drive to Taylor's Falls a couple of days ago. And all along the St. Croix River, beautiful fall colors. I haven't been there for so long. I'd love to see Oh, that. what a great drive that, that is. Got another one, another wonderful drive, Highway 7, Hopkins to St. Bonifacius, Landscape Arboretum, Northfield, Fairbolt. These are all places to go out and see these stupendous fall colors. Very good, Jim. Well, we have to head out of here, and I hope we can talk again next week with more Nature Notes. What do you Look say? Look forward to it. All right. Thank you, Jim. Look, have a good bye. week. Bye-bye. You Jim. too. Bye. Bye-bye. Jim Gilbert back next Sunday morning here on 830 WCCO. 41 degrees now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 